With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. All right, Patrick, over the weekend, and the, and the Vikings have already interviewed for sure one of these, but... Over the weekend, this is the official list of the seven head coaches. Now, they may add to the list. We'll see. Can I ask you guys a question? Why are they telling us who they're interviewing? Why, they did, why, I think I mean, they that did is, that. They've done that before, haven't they? That is very unviking like I think, isn't it? Am I wrong? I think the league requires you after you conduct the interview to oh, announce okay. it because everyone has the same like background Twitter thing that they put out. So it looks like a formula the league mandates. Okay. So that way they want to make sure that the public knows you are following their protocols yeah. as far as interviewing, uh, interviewing the minorities and the Rooney rule. Yeah. Okay. It is hilarious though. Like they've got these all like these Photoshopped graphics and stuff. And I said yesterday, they should make the same announcements for all of their open positions. You know, if you have like a, you know, an assistant uh, accountant position, you know, uh, Gary is interviewing today for the uh, Vikings assistant accounting position. It's just a photo of Gary with his way of associated bank. Funny that a league that tries to cover up so many things does not, yeah. uh, does not, uh, uh, but let's say this that before we get in this list of coaching candidates, John and I agreed on this yesterday, and I'm sure you agree, Phil. I, Phil, I want a general manager to tell me who he wants to be the coach. I don't want the Andrew Miller, the business guy, and Brzezinski who might want the job, and uh, and a couple other guys out there interviewing. I want the general manager to get hired and then go hire the coach he wants. Yeah. No. I, I agree. I think what I told Judd was, I think part of this is they can't, you can't just let these head coaching candidates sit there for three weeks and not at least reach out and flirt yeah. a little bit and say, hey, Nathaniel Hackett, right. we see you. We like you. We're going through our GM process. Let's hop on a Zoom and just make make a connection, you know? And and why do we like Nathaniel Hackett? Is he actually calling the plays or not? Uh, he is not currently calling okay. the plays. Okay. So we, we get mad at other coaches who aren't calling the plays, but for some reason, because this guy, this guy's getting interviewed any, anywhere else. If it comes down to you or Jacksonville, I got a hunch you got a chance to get him, but uh, I, I don't know why he, he's a hot thing. Anyway, well, well, he's, I, I, think I interrupted he, you so rudely. No, no. Well, I, uh, cause I, I've just read and watched enough on Nathaniel Hackett that I think he's really interesting. He, so it impresses me more like these these guys who are associated with Adam Gaze was Peyton Manning's offensive coordinator, right? And yeah. and I like Byron Leftwich, but he's handcuffed to Tom Brady. Nathaniel Hackett 
squeezed a top half of the league offense out of EJ Manuel and Kyle Orton in Buffalo, and he got Blake Bortles to the NFC Championship game as an offensive coordinator in Jacksonville. Like that, so that's interesting, and a lot of a lot of these Packers players, like David Bakhtiari and Aaron Rodgers, rave about him. So some of it is like if you ask the opposing teams, fans, and players, how would you feel if this guy left, mm-hmm. and they and they would be devastated by him leaving? That's an interesting sign, mm-hmm. you know. Like when Clint Kubiak gets an interview with the Carolina Panthers, Vikings fans aren't like, oh, my oh, God. No. We should have kept can, can we just hire him to script that first series and then tell him to leave the stadium? Here's your, just drop off your list every day and then every Sunday and then leave. Okay? Yeah, just drop off your, your report every so, all right, so I'm going to give you seven names. Just uh, tell me which ones stand out. So Todd Bowles is interviewing on Friday. Nathaniel Hackett already did. Dan Quinn is on the Vikings list. Uh, 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. Kellen Moore. Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, who was also a Vikings assistant a few years ago. And then Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell. Uh, number seven on that list is Dan Quinn. Uh, he's, he's last. I wouldn't give him an interview to save my life. I watched him, <laughs> I watched him kick away a Super Bowl in incredible fashion and then see his whole franchise go completely in the toilet with Matt Ryan as his quarterback. So I would not have him on that list. You're, you're throwing out assistant names that, uh, it really, uh, tough for me to say. I, yeah. I, this O'Connell guy from the Rams kind of uh, interests me because I've, I've seen some things about him and, uh, you know, he, he kind of interests me, but I really do think you're throwing it at a, at a, so they, they are not, they don't have the enemy on their list, right? There so far, no B enemy, no yeah. left, which no we left don't, witch. we don't know really about Doug Peterson. They may have already had a conversation, but they don't, uh-huh. they, they can, he's not employed by anyone. So I don't know. Let's, you know, as I say, you get. You, I want. You know what I want? No collaboration. All they're talking about is collaboration. <laughs> I want the collaboration to be this: Ozenfort or whatever his name is. Here's the roster. Coach him up, buddy. I am, <laughs> Make it work. We have we have a scouting staff that you pay tens of millions of dollars of, to evaluate. You 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 spend ungodly sums of money to evaluate. And then you got Zim in there. Don't give the coach, you know, you know, say, yeah, we'll listen to your thoughts, but you're going to take who we give you. I'm, I, I am big on the Ron Wolf style general manager from 30 years ago who tells the Packer coaches, here's your roster. And it's pretty damn good. So win, you know, I, I'm, all in on a powerful general manager. Dictatorship. Here's the groceries. You want a dictatorship? Cook, cook me a yes. meal. Do yeah. what I say and shut up and go coach them. <laughs> I wish we had a general manager with the cojones when Spielman came in after Daniel Carlson's second game. I mean, when Zimmer came in, get the bleep out of my office. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. You know, you. I sign them, you play them. You figure out how to play him. If you don't want to play one of my guys, I, I'm not going to tell you you can't, but there's a good chance you'll get fired. Uh, but I, I want a, I, I want an all-power. That league 
gives way too much personnel influence to coaches, I think. And, and other leagues don't. And Bill Guerin, who do you think he's telling Dean Emerson? You think he tells Dean buzz off? This is your guys, Dean. Do your best with them. If you whine, tough bananas. <laughs> I, I think that's the way to go. I, I really do. And that's this whole collaboration thing. Every time we've had the trifecta of authority, it turned into a disaster. <laughs> and now we had that Three duo three. of authority, and that turned into a disaster where, where they apparently weren't even talking to each other. How about that? I want a, I want a dictatorship where the coach has to call up and ask the general manager for a meeting. You know, they, How they about months? Like, months, Patrick, where they didn't talk. Just the GM and coach. Do you think that's true, though? I think they didn't have a, a, a I, I don't trust conversation Dion. of substance. I don't trust Dion as a source. I'm sorry. I mean, but Dion's. I, I think Dion's parroting what Zimmer told him. Yes, but he could have misinterpreted it. Well, or, I think they talked. I don't or, think that they had any conversation of substance. Or exaggerated. But I, there's obviously, he didn't make it up on a whole right. cloth. And there's obviously that they were not getting along. And I think the reason they weren't getting along is halfway through the season, Spielman was saying, he's gone. I got to save my ass if possible. I'm not even going to be seen in the same room with him and say, I, I, I don't know what he's doing. Here. I'm trying to envision, like, you know, because by all accounts and reports, there was strong consideration, if not even a flat-out offer to Rick at one point to just shift somewhere else. And then somewhere over the weekend, two weekends ago, they decided, nah, let's let's just get rid of both of them. And so Rick that. Rick shows up on Monday thinking, mm-hmm. all right, we're going to fire Zimmer today. This is going to mm-hmm. be great. No, actually, Rick, uh, yeah, why, why don't you sit down here? I think it's all PR. I think as I've said that five times, you know, that I think it's I think that somebody in the one of the wolves or one of the maybe the young one, somebody said, hey, the fans are going to j- rip you just as bad. If, if you fire Zimmer the, and keep Spielman, it's not going to not going to advance the image to the public. They want a clean house, and Spielman. A lot of people give Spielman more of the blame for this uh, mess than uh, they give uh, Zimmer, and they yeah. might be right. So how, how can you keep Spielman? Yeah. Plus, who's going to? What general manager are you going to hire? And they say, oh, by the way, you're going to have to talk to Rick once a week and see what he thinks just to make it feel like, just to make him feel like he's part of the operation. Can you imagine? That figurehead crap doesn't work. That's like when my friend Jerry Kill wanted to be the liaison with the president for Terry Tracy Clay's. Remember, go over yeah. the Yankees' head and uh, mop that yeah, ass. That, that, that don't work. <laughs> well, it's one thing if you're, you know, if you're Denver and, and John Elway is the one that yes. you're moving into that role, and it's like, hey, you're going to be the new GM, George Payton, and you don't have to report to him, but, like, you can tap John Elway's brain for information because he's uh-huh. John Elway, right? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if – that's if they're trying to figure out a way to get Peyton back here. But uh, wow, I don't think you but, can. I think he signed a five-year contract, and yeah. but and he he's about to talk to Dan Quinn, so you might not want him back. No, I do not want him. He's supposed to like Dan Quinn. I feel like you guys are too. Dan Quinn had a twenty-five point lead in a Super Bowl. Yes, he did. <laughs> All right, that's the problem. The Viking the Vikings have not been anywhere near a Super Bowl in in quite some time. So. And if they indeed had rallied from that and been competitive the next three years, then I'd say, okay, but they went in the toilet. 
and they had the same roster and the next year they went north toilet they stayed there for uh for about three years so uh how about you know who's going to be available uh kingsbury yeah i okay. think he'll give it have you ever seen a team go in the tank like that team they were what okay one, one out of their last six right did you yeah. see i retweeted this last night so so it, it's not just this year and it's not just the cardinals Action Network dug this up. Cliff Kingsbury's end to the season as a head coach. So this year they lost five of six. Last year they lost five of seven. In 2019, they lost seven of nine. And then in the six previous years, here's how they finished the seasons at Texas Tech. Lost all of their last five. Lost six of eight. Six of eight. Lost four of six. Four of six. Lost five of six. He uh he must uh, lose the locker room a little bit at the end. Huh? I never. I'm still shocked he got the job in the first place. I mean, based on what uh, did the Texas he got Texas. fired at like a middling Big Twelve school and yeah. got it and yeah. fell into an NFL job. Yeah, That's but he, uh, Kent Somers has been covering football down there. What Judd for. Forty years, 40, yeah. You know, he At just least. buried him today. He just buried the whole operation today. I saw, I saw a piece of this in the in the paper down there. Just in uh, his last line was something about uh, changing the coach. It's uh, you know change. So that's a that was a collapse of monument. But the quarterback, I've been telling you guys since he threw those two interceptions against the Vikings and tried to give him a chance to win that game. He is way overrated because he makes an incredible number of stupid plays. He there was a god awful throws. There's reports too that he's just kind of a kind of a loner. He's not the most. And there was a great moment. I was watching the Manning cast last night, and uh, so Russell Wilson came on in the second half, and it's, it's the beginning of the fourth quarter. The Cardinals are down by twenty, and Russell Wilson is on the Manning cast saying, "All right, if I'm the quarterback here, I'm going up and down the sideline, reminding everyone." This game's not over. Let's go, you guys. You got to believe the game's not over, right? You know, and and perfect timing. They they cut to a shot of Kyler Murray, and he's just sitting sitting on the bench, staring at the ground, pouting. I think he's just yeah, he's kind of a front runner. So you know? I got a question for you guys. I was thinking about this after we talked about Les Fraser wanting Russell Wilson because he had him in the Super Bowl, but we already had Christian Ponder. What would the Viking history for the last decade be if they'd listened to Les and ended up with Russell yeah. Wilson? Would they have won a Super Bowl? You know what? No, because because the problem is this. It, it would have started out in that first training camp. Les and Rick would have fought about the <laughs> starter. And so because that would have this, been obvious after Seattle, a while. Seattle, but they deserve complete credit they signed matt flynn to that huge contract yes and in training camp said you know what buddy you ain't that good and this guy's really good you know what that was it was ballsy (laughs) it was ballsy well seattle was also like their roster i think was in a better spot so so let's play this out so russ gets drafted in 2012 let's say by the vikings Mm -hmm. and and i'm with pat like maybe they fight over who's the quarterback but by the time 2012 gets halfway over in 2013 Russell Wilson's the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. But then I think 2013 plays out fairly similarly because Russell wasn't ready to like take over the the reins yet. Yeah. He was kind of along for the ride. So 
The question is, do they still fire Frazier? I think the answer is yes. Do they still hire Zimmer? I think the answer is yes. You think so? Okay. And then Zimmer gets Russell Wilson instead of the multitude of quarterbacks that he had. We got to run the ball more often. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the Seahawks have done that. And Wilson's, you know, yes, and, that's true. And Wilson's largely in some ways mentally a product of Pete Carroll being mm-hmm. so positive. Like, like yes. that environment is, is the 180 of what Zim encouraged, what? which was sit down, shut up, and go bleep yourself. So, <laughs> When you watch Russell Wilson, there hasn't been a hell of a lot to be non-positive about. No, I'm saying the, I'm but the whole thing. I, yeah. I just, I, the Vikings could have, could have. You're saying there's like stuff. a bizarro Russell Wilson out there that if he were to have been <laughs> drafted by the Vikings, he'd I'm be saying never underestimate. He'd be like Jay Cutler. Never <laughs> underestimate the ability of the Vikings to self sabotage things that went well elsewhere. That's you know, all. Everybody I'm always says Russell only won one Super Bowl, but he actually won two. And then somebody had him make the Daryl Bevel, our guy, in the history of football. Yeah, Bevel. Yeah, Our Bevel, 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 called, Bevel that called that play. Yeah. Yeah. The, the worst play. play Otherwise, they won two Super. He won two Super Bowls, but Bevel lost one. Daryl Bevel has been the offensive coordinator overseer of maybe the two most boneheaded postseason <laughs> plays in <laughs> the last fifteen years. Right, the far the, the twelve men into the far across yes. the body, yeah, and then and then not handing until it off Sunday. To until when Kellen Moore said. We got to run the football. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's, let's, let's run I, think I think he's out of the picture, don't you? You can't hire a 33-year-old kid who called that game. I don't, I don't think so. I'll don't let Declan so. fight you here if he yeah. wants to. Declan's not out on Kellen Moore. I'm not yet, out. No, we, Pat. We are. No way. Oh, yeah. Smug little SOB. That's what Just we like need. me. We need another, <laughs> we need another one of those. Does he oh, run down man. the sidelines to beat the team down to the other end? Or oh, he, he's end? clenching his teeth the entire time with his play card in front of his face. That's, is, he, that's is, his is he a loud guy or not? Not really. Not he's not really boisterous, no. He's kind of he's not, he's not P.J. Fleck. He's no. Not, he's not Unless PJ he gets Fleck. drunk, and then he won't shut up. Yeah, those state guys. <laughs> they just get nuts. Well, it's, uh, I, I don't see your list of candidates there. Who stands out for you guys? We talked about that. I'm in on I'm in on Hackett. Um, I don't love that four of the seven are defensive guys. Mm-hmm. And then the, well, the, the, I love Todd Bowles, but you might as well keep Zim. You know, I mean, he's the same guy. You think he's going to be positive when you come off yeah. after screwing something up? I don't think so. I yeah. think he's got a I think he's got a sterner countenance about him uh, than uh, Zim does, but. I think he's probably more enlightened than them too. So there might I, also I be mind him at all. I wouldn't mind him at all. I think what's going to be really interesting here. I, I think you're right about Kingsbury. There might be some news today or tomorrow on Kingsbury. Yeah, I don't think, gonna... and I don't think Mike McCarthy's out of the. Especially if if you're the Cowboys, and you got and and they love Dan Quinn as a coordinator, and they love Kellen Moore as a coordinator, and both those guys, you might have to say, all right, Mike McCarthy, goodbye. Yeah. Let's yeah. elevate one of these two guys to head coach. Yeah, because middle of the season when they've had their first slump, they were ready to. They were way down on him, and then they they came back and played pretty good. But uh, that was an odd hire for Jerry Jones, anyway. But Is there a coach that just looks more confused and perplexed than Mike McCarthy on the sidelines? 
Jim Jim Fossil used to man that guy that guy was really confused the entire day. I don't know. I saw him on a day where he didn't look confused at all. Oh, in, in uh, kicking yeah. the Vikings ass. Totally unknown. Yeah. He, looked, he looked pretty sure of himself that yeah, that day. Was... <laughs> you know, Waswa when Waswa was running around like a as as uh, Seifert said, like a dog chasing a frisbee down on the window. You know why, Pat? Because they had our play calls, okay? They cheated, just like the, the damn Patriots. Right, Everyone yeah. cheats us. Yes. Why can't we Why can't we just play a fair level field playing game? That's, that's what that's I want to do. That's true. The same, uh, the, uh, you know, that happens in virtually all our sports. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand how that works. Why they're well, all out to get us. Just because it's cold up here, why yeah. they hate us. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. All right. See All right, Pat. We'll All see right. You. See ya. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Let's wrap in with Royce here, Mackie and Judd, and the Score North YouTube channel. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the College Football Playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.